Hello, good day, or as we say in the Netherlands, goedendag, to the SAP Cloud Platform podcast. This is episode 35, it's December 20th, 2017, and we are broadcasting here from Den Bosch, a rainy Den Bosch office, which is the location of the Dutch SAP headquarters. My name is Donja Ibrahimi, and I'm accompanied by Twan van der Broek and Jan Pennikoff, both SAP mentors and great colleagues of mine. Yay! <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so together we will cover some cool topics today. We will start with mentioning the newest updates on the cloud platform shortly. Following that, Jan will get you familiar with the low-code application development with Mendix. Then we continue with both Twan and Jan on the topics of the Run Live Truck and SAP NL Inside Track event. To round off, the upcoming events will be shortly mentioned. And that's it for today. So let's start. What's new in the SAP Cloud Platform? We have chosen some highlights to share during the podcast. So for the full overview, please check out the release notes online on help.sap.com. Go to the Cloud Platform and open the release notes tab. So for now, the first update, it's an update on the web IDE. Uh, you can now influence the development of the web IDE by contributing your ideas that can be rated and voted on by other web IDE users, which is pretty cool in my opinion. Another one, the HANA memory consumption limitations in both Neo and Cloud Foundry stack are removed. Also, the application Autoscaler service is now available for productive scenarios. Finally, an update for the cloud integration. According to the release notes, there is an improvised user interface. Now, what would that be? I don't know. <laughs> no, me neither. Okay, anyway, want to know more? Please check out online as mentioned before. Next, what is rapid application development, Jan? And can you explain what low-code application development means? And also, how is the Dutch company Mendix related to it? So rapid application development is a development approach for increasing the speed of building applications. It is uh, especially suited for developing software that focuses on innovation and differentiation, what uh, Gartner calls mode one. And usually there's a close collaboration between uh, business and developers involved. Developers of the Mendix tooling especially, they use intuitive and graphical tools to, to build applications, mostly formed by uh, diagrams such as uh, entity relationship diagrams and microflows. In the Netherlands, we have seen Mendix at a lot of SAP customers already. I believe that Mendix does understand the SAP technology stack very well and integrates very well with SAP based on SAP's latest and greatest technologies and, and design language, of course. For example, did you know that you can build a Fiori app using the application modeler of Mendix, link it to your SAP backend using OData, deploy them to the SAP Cloud Platform, and then integrate them into the launchpad? That's quite awesome, isn't it? That sounds great, yeah. As for the partnership, I think Mendix completes SAP's developer portfolio, turning SAP into the leader when it comes down to developers tooling. And at the same time, I think it's also very interesting for Mendix to team up with SAP to reach a lot of new and I think a more global customer base. Okay, thanks Jan for that information. But what is exactly the target audience? Because, you know, I could say developers can develop. What about the business users? Or yeah, so the target audience of Mendix and our uh, rapid application development tooling that we now provide on the SAP Cloud Platform is slightly different from what we used to have. So we used to have things like Web IDE, right, that allows you to write a lot of code. This is what we typically position as a development tool for what we call the developers with a, a huge and a, and a large technical skill set. We have identified three ranges of developers, really. One is the core developer that requires that technical skill and that we have Web IDE for. We have the low-code developer and we have citizen developers. And citizen developers are typically the people at, for instance, in finance department running with Excel sheets and VBA and, and macros. 
So the, um, the rapid application tools, they try to abstract technology from the developers as much as possible. And that allows non-technical developers to build apps as well. Sounds great. Something for me, maybe. Furthermore, how does the cloud platform come into play? Well, we have made sure that Mendix applications feel at home on the SAP cloud platform. So we do things like integration with identity provisioning. We integrate with the backend systems. And we have made sure that, for instance, the cloud connectors is, is able to pick up the connection between applications by Mendix and your backend. Uh, apply things like single sign-on, principal propagation, etc. And everything, of course, with end-to-end -end security, scalability, and robustness in mind. In many organizations, the cloud platform is centrally managed. And things like security and principal propagation, single sign-on, are also managed centrally. And the Mendix tooling, the Mendix modeler especially, usually goes to business IT departments. And having applications by Mendix being deployed on the SAP cloud platform is well, what we say is helping the CIO to sleep better at night, as he can be assured that those business applications don't just run on any platform, but run on a platform that's managed and, and governed by central IT. Well, thanks for that update, Jan. Very interesting. Uh, up to the next topic with Van. So, Tuan, I want to ask you something first. Yeah. I have seen your face popping up on LinkedIn so many times. Could you <laughs> please explain me why? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Somehow I got involved in quite some social media around the run live truck. Every case was announced with a teaser, a video, and it was also finished with a recap video, blog, and infographic. And sorry for that, but my face was quite often on it uh, <laughs> on LinkedIn. Sorry. It's a virus. <laughs> virus, yeah, SAP virus. Oh, gosh. So can you explain a little bit more about what the Run Live Truck really is? Yeah, the Run Live Truck is our vehicle to deliver innovations to our customers. And we start on Monday with an idea from the customer and then deliver a working prototype on Friday. So you can compare it to a mobile hackathon. One team, one challenge, one week. And we use a transparent truck for visibility at the customer side so that our main stakeholder, the guy or the, the lady with, a, with the idea, can also invite his or her friends to the truck and see how the developments are going. That sounds amazing. So have, what are the results of this one live truck so far? This year we have delivered 17 customer innovation on the SAP Cloud Platform. So 17 new cases that use machine learning, Internet of Things, predictive, big data, satellite information, analytics, cloud, all the fun stuff from our platform and all made real in a customer scenario. And that is the best thing of the Run Live Truck. It is not about SAP and one new PowerPoint 150 slides. It is about the customer idea and real, making it real in a working prototype. If I may ask you, what, what is your most favorite case? Maybe Twan, start with you? Yeah, actually quite funny. No, not funny, it's a really good case. The Rainforest Connection, tech startup in Silicon Valley. So how did they end up in the Netherlands in a Run Live Truck? Because that's Topher White was invited to host a keynote at the Connect to Innovate event. And around that event, we did the Rainforest Connection. And the Rainforest Connection is about protecting the rainforest with guardians. And guardians are old cell phones high up in the trees. And they stream the rainforest audio. Then a machine learning model discovers the unique events like the chainsaw or a truck or a parrot or a gibbon. And these events have been loaded into our cloud platform for predictive analysis. And the question was whether we could predict the next chainsaw event in a specific area on base of these events to find a pattern between all those unique events. And our model proved us right. We can now predict three minutes in advance when the chainsaw event is going to happen in, the, in that specific area. And the earlier you inform local rangers, the better you succeed to halt illegal logging. 
And next to the predictive part, we also created an app that guides the rangers to an area with the help of augmented reality. So they walk around in the rainforest and then the phone guide them to this specific location. Next to that, an analytics cloud dashboard provided the statistics on all those events to the stakeholders and to the rainforest collection, of course. One of my favorite cases is the case of some Dutch hospitals. They are organizing themselves in a consortium and are jointly using the SAP cloud platform to build a joint innovation platform. This innovation platform will help them to address current and future legislation, such as a patient portal, and also addresses interoperability challenges. But what's even more exciting is that having this consolidated set of patient information opens up new possibilities, such as precision medicine. Very roughly, with precision medicine, a doctor proposes a treatment plan for an individual, taking into account the patient's unique conditions and is usually based on earlier experiences with a larger group of patients. The in-memory analytics capabilities of HANA on the SAP Cloud Platform allow them to do this in real time. Another very interesting scenario is to use this large set of patient data in a machine learning setting. This would potentially enable doctors in the development and deployment of decision support algorithms. This will improve the quality of care and aid them and their patients continuously in a complex environment and decision making. Oh, those are really cool cases. So more information can be found, of course, online on the website of the Run Live Truck. And of course, it's on his LinkedIn because he has all of those videos. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and is it going to come back in 2018? Sure, we are looking back in 2017 and we can sure say that every customer was really surprised and enthusiastic about us SAP delivering the results in only one week. As sometimes it has been different in delivering uh, SAP projects. So really proud on the happy customers this year and we are eager to start delivering innovation with rapid prototyping in 2018 as well. The main concept, one team, one week, one case will remain the same. But not sure though whether we will have a truck, a bus, a tent, a boat or a plane. Well, that's a big surprise then. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Now, apart from the Run Live Truck, you have also organized a SIT-NL in November. Uh, could you tell us a little bit more about that as well? This year we had our ninth annual SAP family reunion in the Netherlands with the inside track. And I call it a family reunion because it actually feels like that. If you have around 75 people gather on a Saturday, on a free day, to share knowledge, regardless of the business boundaries, that must be something. It is the SAP community to the max. And of course, I did not organize this event by myself. I'm really happy to be supported by friends like Jan Pennekoff, Ronald Konijnenburg, Wim Snoep, Fred Verhul, Roel van der Bergen, Thomas Sichters and the amazing Sven van Leuken. Okay, well, that sounds great. So Jan, you were involved too. How did this year's event Citadel look like? Yeah, we had the inside track itself on Saturday, but we started off with masterclasses on Friday already, covering topics like Mendix, how to work on the Cloud Foundry environment and machine learning. So we had uh, three three-hour workshops to actually get your hands dirty. And on Saturday, we had the SAP TechEd recap in three tracks. We had two technology tracks and one BI track. In total, we had 18 sessions, all were hosted by the SAP community members. Can I highlight some of the sessions? We started with a non-technical keynote on a tech event by Malen Lieden. She explained us how to build an innovation culture and the importance of diversity in that. Also, the SAP TechEd talk by Leon van Ginneke on how Alliander used UI5 with the ArcGIS maps was highly valued by the participants. Blockchain, really new topic, was covered by Imke Koyman and Martijn Hulshoff, and they raised an important topic, how to deal with a bug in an immutable contract. And Marcel de Bruyne brought a data hub workshop to the BI track, and it's quite challenging because you only had 40 minutes to realize the whole workshop. 
So great to see that so many people are involved. But how many participants did you have this year? On Friday we had 37 and on Saturday we had 74 people to join, which is really exceptional, I think, because people were actually delivering or giving their free Saturday up for an uh, inside track and to talk about SAP topics. Okay, thanks, Jan. And now, Twan, back to you. What makes this u- event really unique? Yeah, I think like any inside track, the unconference mode to share and learn makes an inside track unique. But for the Netherlands, we have a pub quest organized by Sven at the end of the event where you can actually win some prizes by answering SAP community questions. And also uh, unique is that thanks to our partners like Interdops, McCoy and Partners, Expertum, Quinzo, Cyber and SAP, local SAP partners, that we were able to offer the event for free. And let's listen to some recap quotes. I liked uh, Sid and I very much. It was a great input, especially the session about AR. What Sid and L means to me is uh, actually very well explained by Marlene this morning. Uh, that's where SAP community people come together, not because they are forced to come here, but because they want to come here. Yeah, once again, Inside Track Netherlands is like homecoming, it's family. I've been here very often, it's always like great people, great content, one of the best organized events ever. It was really interesting, it was a yeah, good day, I learned a lot. I think it was awesome again, this inside track. So this was my fourth inside track and I am in love with this party. And I also liked the first time speakers. So people actually really had fun eh, listening to that. Another question, do you have any tips for organizing an SAP inside track yourself? Yeah, sure. If you Google on how to create an SAP Insight Track, you will actually get a wiki page as of one of the first results from the SAP community with a lot of tips on organizing an Insight Track in your local environment. And of course, you can reach out to me or to Jan or any other organizer of an Insight Track because we are all willing to spread the fun in organizing such an event. That's great. Thank you very much. So if any of the listeners want to have more information, please reach out to either Jan or Twan about this topic. The next topic is going to be the events around the corner. For this, we've picked out the next inside tracks for the upcoming weeks. And the first one is January 13th in Waldorf. And there's something very special about this one. Maybe you can uh, Yeah, it's uh, next to, of course, c- community sharing of technology and fun stuff. It's also you can bring your own kit or your own partner. Or your own grandma or your neighbor or your friend, family, yeah. girlfriends. <laughs> So there, is a, there is a program, <laughs> there are topics for everyone, for all ages uh, available. <laughs> okay, that sounds amazing. Yeah. All right, now off to the next one. February 3rd, Campinas. February 24th, in Hanover. February 24th, another one in Salvador Bahia. And then the final one, March 10th, in Frankfurt. That's it for now. If you want to hear more or read more about upcoming events, go to Google, search for SAP Inside Track. The wiki page lists all of the upcoming and past events and links to these events for more information. And for registration. uh, And for registration, of course, yeah. And with that, we would like to wish you a happy new year and lots of new cloud platform innovations in 2018. Thanks for listening. Goodbye or tot ziens in Dutch. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the SAP Cloud Platform Podcast. In case you are interested to learn more about SAP Cloud Platform, visit our homepage at cloudplatform.sap.com. The SAP Cloud Platform podcast is powered by OpenSAP. OpenSAP is SAP's innovative learning platform and the thought leader for enterprise massive open online courses. It provides you with an engaging and effective learning experience through gamification and by connecting you with other learners and SAP experts. OpenSAP courses are free of charge and are offered in English. Enroll today in one of our open SAP courses at open.sap.com. Thanks a lot and see you.